without further ado, I want to bring the next preacher up and help me celebrate and honor this awesome woman of God, Minister Shantae Atkins. Come on, put those hands together and help me celebrate her. And it says, and when Jesus had cried with a loud voice, he said, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. Some versions say commit. And then it says, and having said thus, he gave up the ghost. I'll read it one more time. Luke 23, 46. And when Jesus had cried with a loud voice, he said, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. And having said thus, he gave up the ghost. Can somebody say he cried? He, in, he commended his spirit and he gave up the ghost. He cried, he commended his spirit, and he gave up the ghost. Now, I want to deal with this cry a little bit because uh, uh, when we think of crying, normally we think that it's because something uh, wrong has, something has gone wrong. We're sad about something. Maybe somebody's died. Maybe something didn't go our way. Maybe we're irritated. Maybe we're frustrated, right? Normally, that's what we think when we think about somebody's crying. We go and say what's wrong. But I think that this particular cry that Jesus gave, I believe that this cry was something different. I believe that it signified something much greater than a cry because of some sort of sadness or because of something uh, going wrong. I believe that this cry was a sound that the earth had never heard before. Uh, the, the, the cry was a sound that the earth needed to hear in order for us to come into alignment with heaven. So again, this cry was, was, was it wasn't a cry of him being forsaken because we know he already cried that cry. But this cry was completely different. It was a cry of confidence. It was a cry of assurance and it was a cry of celebration. Now you may say, Shantae, how was this cry of celebration? I, I, I just, I, I can't understand how this crying thing has to do with him celebrating. Well, I'll tell you. This particular word cry, uh, 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 it means to call out. Almost like giving a phone call. 
Have you ever had a situation where you were in some sort of bondage and maybe every time you called, you know, different people it was because I'm going through this, I'm going through that, this is going wrong, wrong in my life, that is going wrong in my life, everything is haywire. You ever had one of those calls? Anybody ever had to make one of those calls? But have you ever been in a situation where you got a word from the Lord and you knew that God was going to deliver you up out of whatever situation you was and you got so excited because you knew that God was going to do exactly what he said he would do. Have you ever made a phone call because you knew that the celebration was coming? You knew that the deliverance was coming. You knew that the freedom was coming. You knew that your God hadn't forsaken you. You knew that you was about to return to him. And this cry that Jesus gave out, I believe that this cry that he gave out was a cry to say, Jesus, I'm on my way. It was him calling his daddy and say, Daddy, I'm on my way home. Daddy, I'm coming in. Daddy, I, feel the, I fulfilled this assignment. Daddy, I've completed what you told me to do. Daddy, I'm on my way. Can somebody, if you believe you're going to heaven, say, Daddy, I'm on my way. Now, this type of cry that he gave was from a man who had been apart and away from his father for 33 years, enduring all of our foolishness for 33 years, being rejected for 33 years, being mocked for 33 years, going through for 33 years, dealing with all kind of and sorts of person, different personalities, dealing with the devil, all of his kingdom, dealing with people, they bad attitudes, they nasty attitudes, they disrespect all the foolishness that we see. You know we see this in church. I know we all saved and all that, but sometimes we can act a fool, you know? Sometimes we can really act up, and these are the things that God was experiencing, that Jesus was going through, that he had to endure. So when he made that cry, Again, when he made that cry, this cry was a cry of strength. Many could have looked at that cry and saw it as a form of weakness. Why? Because you assume when someone's crying that they're hurting, that they're down. But this cry, again, like I said, was a cry that he gave because he was celebrating what we're all here to commemorate. Now, he was calling out to his daddy. And he didn't just call out to his daddy, but he screamed with a loud voice. The earth had not felt the vibrations of that loud voice. I believe that chains were broken then with that loud scream that he gave. I believe that bondages were broken with that last scream that he gave. I believe that it was something that was released up out of him so that we could receive something else. He had to give up the ghost so that we could receive the spirit. If he had not given up that ghost, we wouldn't be able to receive his spirit. We wouldn't be able to be empowered. We wouldn't be able to do anything. We wouldn't be able to do the greater works. We wouldn't be able to accomplish anything in this earth had Jesus not given up his spirit. Uh, uh, in 1 Thessalonians 5 and 23 it says, and may the God of peace sanctify you holy body, soul, and spirit. Now we have heard sermons about my whole, or songs about my whole body belongs to God. My whole body belongs to God, right? So we know about giving up our bodies for God. We know about giving our minds to God, but that spirit man, that's that place where the Holy Ghost dwells. That's that deeper place. That's that place that only he knows because it only could have come from him. It wasn't created out of this dust, but it came from heaven. That's the place that God wants us to surrender unto him and sometimes we go through circumstances and situations where only our spirits can cry out to our father we go through circumstances where only our spirit is strong enough to scream forth and say God I'm on my way I don't care what it looks like I don't care what all the wickedness going on in this world I know I'm on my way to heaven some people don't get excited about heaven just like y'all didn't get excited about heaven we get excited about cars land money 
all of these things when we talk about heaven, when we talk about Jesus screaming out, saying, God, I'm coming home. That's when we're supposed to lift our hands. That's when we're supposed to shout. That's when we're supposed to give him glory. Because that's when there will be no more pain and no more suffering and no more frustration, no more bills, no more other foolishness you got to deal with. A lot of times, a lot of times we deal what we deal with in the church with witches and warlocks. And I know maybe you guys don't like to use those type of words, but it's in there, okay? We deal with witches, warlocks, sorcerers, all of these people. You know why they're allowed to do that? Because their spirits have not bowed down to Jesus Christ. It ain't just your body. It ain't just your soul. Baby, your spirit got to bow down to the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus has to rule through your spirit. The Holy Spirit dwells within our spirit man. So if the Holy Ghost on there, it ain't going to be submitted. You ain't going to be fully submitted. You're going to think you submitted, but you're not. And when a hard trial and a hard test come, you're going to realize, now wait a minute, I guess I wasn't submitted or surrendered the way that I thought it was, but Jesus... And what people thought was his weakest moment, he made the power move of giving an advanced shout because he knew he was going to be the MVP. He knew he had won the championship. He knew he was going to be in heaven again. He knew that he would be at the right hand of the Father. He knew that it was all about to be over. So he said again, Daddy, I'm coming home. Now, everything that Jesus did was completely and totally unselfish. There was not one thing that Jesus did that was not motivated by love. Every single thing was motivated by love, right? I believe that when he screamed and he gave that forth, that was because he was showing his love. He was showing that even though he had endured this agony, I love my people so much, but I'm going to leave them. I love them so much that I'm going to leave them because I know when I give up this ghost, the Holy Spirit's going to come down and they're going to be able to continue on. They're going to be able to do the greater thing. They're going to be able to walk this walk of faith. They're going to be able to cast out devils. They're going to be able to cause uh, people in the hospitals. I believe that we can cause hospitals to shut down, shut down if we submit our spirits. I believe that we can cause psych wards to be shut down if we commend our spirits. I believe that we can go into prisons and everybody will get saved if we just commend our spirits. But we've got to be fully surrendered. We've got to commit ourselves, our hopes, our dreams, our thoughts, our visions. I know we live in a day and age where they tell you that the gospel is this, the Disney gospel. God has came to make your dreams come true. He came to make all your visions come true. The Bible says that Jesus died and he came to save us from our sins. That was the purpose. But see, the problem is we don't think that we sin. We don't think that we have no issues. We call them, oh, that's what we call them, issues, struggle. What else? What other word? Issues, struggle. That's what we call We don't call it sins. So we allow that sin to just kind of remain a little here, a little there, a little over here, a little in our hearts, a little hatred, a little jealousy, a, a little covetousness, all of these things. And we do this because our spirits are not yielded. But I ask you today, people of God, have you committed your spirit unto the Lord? Have you committed? that very thing that you desire unto the Lord and it will not be it will not be so that we see the power that we see the miracles that we see all of the things that we saw all throughout the Bible and even in, in the revival in LA we won't see that until we are fully surrendered and submitted in the spirit not just lifting our hands not just opening wide not just jumping and shouting but when we leave this place God wants a life of worship not a night of worship God bless you